This is episode number 97. We are talking all about interiors today with our guest, Brie Allen. She's teaching us all about how to make our house a more functional, beautiful, and inviting place for our family and friends. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and loves to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times, so let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. So I was sitting on the couch a few weeks ago, and I was looking around my house and just thought, how long has it been since I was intentional about design? It's been a long time since I've really just kind of sat down and looked at my house. I think you, I kind of go through the motions and just, you know, get things cleaned up, but I don't really sit and look at it. Everything you're just so used to seeing, you don't really even notice it so much anymore. Like, I think we all have a leaky faucet somewhere or a toilet where you have to kind of jiggle the handle or just, just there's all those little quirks, things that you need to get fixed, but you just kind of live with because you, you just have other things that are important to you. Like I always wondered when I was newly married and I was really excited about decorating my new, you know, my new home and all those kinds of things. I, and I'd go into older people's homes and think, how did things remain so outdated, you know? And I think it's just because we get used to our space and we just, there's other things that are important. So I thought that this would be a really fun topic to talk about as paying a little bit more attention to the interiors of our home since we're all thinking about spring cleaning as we have the spring season coming on us. And I just want to be a lot more intentional about what is happening inside my home and noticing things that I could change and make better. But maybe little small changes don't have to be big changes. So that's why I invited Brie Allen to come on here. She's fantastic when it comes to design. Some of the thoughts that she shared with me after we finished recording, I thought were even more special than the ones that we talked about when we were talking about just the physical home. She brought to attention that building a home, her her handle is called Building Allen. And one reason that she wanted to name it that was because they're not just building a physical home, but they're building a family environment. And she wanted to make sure that she's cultivating a place where she can be teaching her children and bringing in learning into the home where they're learning to be kind and you know, just all the different things that we need to learn in a family that are so important. And I thought that that is something to really put at the forefront before we're thinking about just making everything pretty around us. The main reason that we want our homes to be beautiful and to be comfortable and functional is so that it can be inviting to our children and to our friends and make this a home that we can really be our best selves in. So... Without any further ado, I cannot wait for you to meet Brie Allen. She's just awesome. Hey, Brie, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. I'm so thankful that you would take a few minutes and come on here and chat with us today. I can't wait to hear all about all these fun projects that you've been working on. But before we get into all of that, will you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yeah, so I actually grew up in southern Louisiana um, and moved away for college and met my husband there actually on a blind date. Ooh. Uh, I know, kind of crazy. 
Um, but so we met on a blind date and then dated for a little bit and then ended up getting married. And we lived in Texas actually nice. <laughs> for a few years, a few months, and then um, ended up back in Louisiana, back in Lafayette, my hometown. Um, it's about two hours west of New Orleans, mm-hmm. so we're not quite there, but close. Um, and I never expected to be back there ever once I moved away, but it just worked out. And so he started working there and we had our son Nash, who is two. And then we, um, packed up and moved to Oregon. So we lived in Louisiana for about five and a half years and then moved here to Oregon about two years ago. Okay. So So you've been there for a couple years. Yeah. Yes. So big change in your weather, I'm sure, from Southern Louisiana to Oregon. (laughs) Yes. It's been a cold, like not even a culture shock. We'll call it a weather shock. Um, (laughs) I mean, I lived in Utah for about six years, so I knew what I was getting myself into, but still, it's hard to adjust going from these like really nice springs to these like rainy cold wintry springs and winters and all of that so big adjustment there for sure did you move your business there or was your did you start it there tell me about your business and what you guys do and everything okay so a little backstory so like i said um we were in louisiana my husband was working for an oil company And um, all of my family had since moved away. My parents were there for a few years once we first moved there, but they were at the time in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I went to visit them. I was about five or six months pregnant with my son. Um, I come home from that trip and my husband has this like spreadsheet and basically this whole like presentation of like, this idea of starting a cabinet, custom cabinetry company with our brother-in-law in Oregon. And at that time, I'm like, what? No way. Like, I'm <laughs> pregnant. Like, we have, we built our first home there. I have great friends. No way. Like, I don't want to do this. So I guess I should say, too, around that time, the oil field had kind of take like plummeted and people were getting laid off and it was really like low morale at work. And so everyone was really stretched thin because they couldn't afford to have a ton of employees because the market kind of had crashed a little bit. So it was really rough for my husband to be in that environment. So that's kind of what sparked this idea. And it had always kind of been just like banter between my husband and like his brother-in-law and sister, just like, oh, we should do this. I think it was always kind of out there, but you know, you don't expect it, (laughs) you know? So we, uh, had talked about it and he's trying to tell me all these things like we can do this we can do this so I was like all right well let's have this baby make sure there's no major health problems um and then we'll kind of solidify that decision so for the next several months we had discussions and talked to our family members about it and you know and I did not expect to get the responses from my family like yeah you could totally do it you know I kind of felt like I'd be like well 
they'd be a little more weary, but they're really supportive. And so I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) You're supposed to say we shouldn't do it. (laughs) Right. So we, you know, so then just over, over the months, we just kept discussing and we finally had our, our son and he was fine. And so we ultimately both, both of us, and I stress that, like, I made sure that if we did this, that I decided. Yeah, you're all in. Because I did not want to move and then have resentment against Devin, you know. So we both decided, and so we sold our house. Um, we left, you know, my hometown. My favorite people in the world live there, um, and we moved to Oregon. And we lived off of the money in our savings account and our from our home that we made, which so, is a huge leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. So it was scary. You know, we gave up those like steady income and the insurance, like Mm -hmm. now self-employment, you do not, I'm sure people know this, but you do not get good insurance. It's really hard to have insurance when, Mm -hmm. you know, health insurance. So it's really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. A whole new ball game for me. So that's kind of where, you know, how we got here. And then it's just, it's gone really well for us. So my husband is just loving it. And I mean, it's self-employment. So you have your ups and downs and whatnot, but I think it's been really great for him and it's been good for our family. I have a hard, hard time with change, but it's been good for me to get out of my comfort zone and, you know, kind of learn new things and learn a different lifestyle in a sense than what I was like brought how, you know, like my dad always had like a corporate job or whatever. And Devin actually grew up in the building industry. His family, it's a family of builders basically. So he has always been around it. So it's been good though. And we are building our second house now. So that is really fun for us. And we're really excited to adopt that. So so are you involved in the business at all or just the support team? I, so pretty much I'm just the support. I help out with some of their social media stuff, which is, I'm not awesome, <laughs> I have to say. But um, I kind of helped there and I helped build the website for the company too. But yeah, so mostly support though. So, so Oh yes. my goodness. That is so <laughs> cool. So cool. So with all of this, I've also noticed that you're really kind of into design. That's kind of something that you really enjoy yeah. doing and you're really yeah. good at it. When oh, did you thanks. first realize you had a knack for it? So I feel like, so I should preface, like I am not, I don't have an interior design You're self-taught. Degree. It's all I am good. Joanna Gaines doesn't have one either. You're all good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I do have to promise that, but I have always loved it and I have always had a really strong passion for it. And it's just funny to kind of look back at your life. Like when, you know, when I was thinking about this and to see like how much it always has kind of been part of my life. I remember when I was like 10 or 11, picking out like a paint color for my room with my mom is like this horrid pale yellow color like (laughs) nothing I would ever use now but just like that and like rushing home from like middle school to watch trading spaces and you know I just all these things and like in college I you know I of course had opportunities to take the um, interior design path but I didn't and then you know had I 
took some like intro classes and loved it. But I just, I don't know. I, I, you know, you look back and you think, well, maybe it just wasn't my time, but I feel like now I'm in this, like we're in the industry and we have these opportunities. So I, it's totally something that I want to do professionally. So anyways, but I just feel like it, like I said, it's kind of always been there and been a part of my life, but I think the real like big, like I love this moment was when we built our first house in Louisiana, because I was able to see the whole building process because I had never been a part of that. And then to be able to pick out all the pieces, uh, you know, things you don't even think about, like tile or toilets, sink shapes, like those things, you know, but then also being able to like pick those um, pretty things like the paint colors and the tile and the flooring, all of those things. And I loved it like it was just so fun and so I just feel like that just kind of built that passion up even more so yeah so I think it's just I love that love that so I I grew up in the building industry really my dad's an electrical contractor and so we always had a lot you know we'd go and look at houses with him you know we'd have he had his own business so every so often we'd be out on a Friday night and he's like wait I gotta go check on this house and so (laughs) I love even to this day I love the smell of fresh lumber because it just reminds me of my childhood and we'd be going through usually to look at wires and lights and things were never finished usually when we went through but it really is amazing to see the whole process behind building a house is really cool it is out your faucets and your light switches and I mean there's so much I mean it can be overwhelming too so much goes into it but yes yes there is and that is something too to keep in mind like you always see the end of the building process especially with social media now you always see the pretty perfect like Mm -hmm. edit perfectly edited pictures and everything cohesive but it took a lot of work to get to that so much work you know so I that's what I try I'm trying with this house to kind of focus on like we build this from the ground up and these are kind of the steps of the building process it's not just here's a beautiful home that's perfectly furnished like it's a lot of work so No, I think that's so helpful. I think that's so good for people to know, especially if they're going into building a custom home versus like semi-custom. We've built a semi-custom home, which was pretty much the builder just lays out your things that you need to choose and it's so much easier. But when you really do it on your own, I mean, it's baseboards and everything. Yes. Runs the whole gamut. I love that. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. So... What, what do you, where do you go when, cause I feel like my design tastes are constantly changing. So I'm at this, that's why I'm so glad you're on here. Cause I'm like, I want to pick your brain about all these design yes. things yes. because I feel like I had lots of ideas when I had a lot of time to design like 15 years ago. And then I kind of got lost in motherhood and just everything, you know, my businesses and I haven't really had time to just sit down and look at my house and say, what do I want anymore? So, and plus now all the styles have changed since I (laughs) taste anyway, and so many cool things out. So I just wanted to kind of ask you a few things throughout the house. So kind of first off, like, where do you get started on a color scheme? How do you know what your style is? And I'll just kind of let you tell me what you do. (laughs) Um, Okay. So color schemes. So I feel like you have to go with things that you're drawn to. Um, so like if you prefer to have colors, 
like you are drawn to colorful things, then add some colors in. If you're drawn to really neutral, more like classic things, like even in how you dress, you know, you can mm -hmm. kind of pick up from those kind of things. Um, go with what you're drawn to. Don't just go with what's trendy necessarily or things that you think like, oh, well, everyone else will like that. But you need to ask yourself, well, I like that because you have to live in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think a good place to start with color schemes is to, uh, if you have a rug that you've purchased that you love, pick colors from the rug. Or if there's a piece of artwork in the space that you're trying to design, maybe pick out um, colors from that piece of artwork. Um, another thing I like to think about or do is if there's a place that you love to visit, like I love the beach. So Ooh, I tend to yeah. draw on more towards like those, you know, really relaxing blues and whites and neutral color palettes. I just, I love that because I love coming home and just feeling really relaxed. Um, so things like that, or, um, if you love visiting, I don't know, like, Mexico and all those beautiful colors that you know the color palettes that are beautiful pull from that so pull from places that you like um I think that you could also do I in the design world they kind of have the rule of threes so you group things in threes or you do light fixtures in sets of threes same with color palettes um maybe pick three colors I would suggest to always have a neutral color in your color palette just to help kind of ground it um, but yeah, so just somewhere around there with the color schemes, I think that is a good place to start because it can be overwhelming. That's so, so. helpful. That is so yeah. helpful. Yeah. So that reminds me when I first, our first house, I kind of designed our colors off my favorite outfit. <laughs> yeah, I've always drawn to these colors. Yes. So maybe I need to start doing that again, except for, I don't know, denim. It's <laughs> yoga pants. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm sure there's a neutral color in there you can pull. <laughs> I love the idea of the of the going for the artwork though too, because it is nice to have something really special that's going to be in your home and yeah. then have everything fit to that. So I really like yeah. that a lot. Yes. So yeah. And then you had asked about style. Yes. So, yes. Style. Oh, it's so hard sometimes because I know I have friends sometimes that come to me and they're like, I am all over the place. Like, I don't even know what my style is. That's how I so, feel. Cause everywhere I go, I like what I'm doing. Like if I, that year I go to Mexico, I want everything Mexican, but then I want to go right. to LA and go to the beach. So then all of a sudden I'm like doing this totally, you know, or New York right. city. I'm like so schizophrenic in my style yeah. because yeah. it depends on where I've been lately. That's what I'm loving. Right. Yeah. So I think that style is very personal you know we like what we like and that's kind of what we want to have our home or even ourselves reflect is that style um so I think I mean I say I'm a visual person and I always have been um which I think is why I kind of am drawn more towards the creative side always always have been um so I always say go on Pinterest or house and build a folder and just start pinning all the things that you like and then revisit that folder and you can kind of go through and see, oh, I'm pinning a lot of things with like rustic shiplap. So that kind of, you know, keys you in like, oh, farmhouse might be 
one of my main styles that I'm loving, or I'm pinning a lot of things that are really streamlined and have really straight edges. Well, maybe I'm a little drawn to more of a modern style. Um, so I feel like that is something that can kind of help you get started. Um, there are an abundance of styles and I feel like things are rotating through and, you know, you just have to pick kind of what you like, um, and not worry so much about the label of like, oh, well, this is my style and I have to stick with this style. I mean, you see it time and time again. Now people are really big, you know, the farmhouse has been really popular, but now it's shifting a little bit. Now you kind of see this shift where it's going modern farmhouse or, um, yeah, like mid-century, but modern. So that modern is kind of kicking in and, you know, so it's okay to mix styles is kind of what I'm trying to get at, I guess. Um, our house that we're currently building is traditional, but we also have modern. And then we also have a little sprinkle of farmhouse in there, but it's more of that transitional um, style, which is pretty, I feel like that's pretty popular right now as well, that mix of traditional and modern. But um, there are like a few more popular styles. So I'll just list those so that yeah, maybe yeah. it can get, you know, everyone's brains kind of going. But farmhouse is one, modern, traditional, boho, rustic, and industrial tend to be styles that people kind of start at and then you can build on that. So like I said, like find your dominant style and feel, you know, totally add in other styles as well. It doesn't so, just have to be one. Do you mind going back just through your styles? And this is like totally, I didn't ask you to do this before, but just telling us like one or two things that might fit in each one of those categories that maybe yes. like tell us like what, what does traditional mean for people that might not? I took one intro to interior design in college and I loved it, but knew that that was not my, my course in life. But right. Um, so I have an idea of some of these things, but I don't know if just your average person even knows what these styles are. Yeah. So with farmhouse, you see a lot of things that, um, like shiplap's really popular and I feel like white, a lot of whites. Um, and then you also see like ticking stripe fabric, like grain sack. So things almost, I don't want to say things you would find in a barn, but like kind of, yeah. so kind of things that like that. Um, in modern, it's very streamlined. So very straight edges, um, like cabinetry, for example, in a modern home, you're seeing a lot more of the like flat panel. So there's, it's just almost like you're looking at just a flat piece of wood. That's really popular in modern, in a modern style. Um, modern, you know, it's kind of like, you'll just know it when you see it because you're just like, oh, that's cool. Like Very simplistic. Cool yeah. yeah, a little more minimalist. Um, and then traditional, you see a lot of like more, a little more ornate wood. So like in your door frames or crown molding, you'll see a little more intricacy in the woodwork. Um, and same kind of with your light fixtures too. I feel like they have a little bit more... Um, intricacy I don't know how like I don't know if that makes sense but like there's just a little more they're not just just more detailed yeah a little yeah. more detail yes. yeah um 
in boho like a little bit more of I feel like you see a lot of greenery and like the hanging plants um I've seen that a lot lately too so kind of um, natural a little bit more free-spirited yes a little flowy we'll say almost like hippie chic if that mm -hmm. makes sense mm -hmm. um and then in rustic you find a lot of like raw woods and like really rough and tumbled type of things you'll see um yeah like I was saying raw wood so like they might have some shiplap but instead of it being painted it might be um more of that like rusticy wood um and then in industrial this is more of your like metals and exposed pipes like your heating ventilation system you might see those pipes coming mm -hmm. out um so yeah more of that awesome kind of love that little synopsis so so good yeah okay so should we kind of go through the house a little bit and see what suggestions you have for different places yeah let's do it okay so should we start with the entryway we're walking in the house what is something that we could do for a warm welcome and then let's also do something maybe we should avoid Okay, so I always like to think entryways are the first thing that people see. So it's kind of a, sets the tone for your house in a way. So I feel like you do not want it to just be a dump zone. If that makes <laughs> like <sense>. mine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, so it could be a dump zone, but you want to make it functional. So for example, getting a basket or a couple baskets where everyone can throw their shoes into those baskets um you can if you have a console table and i should say every entryway is a different size and shape right, right. in our old house we literally you would open the door and you're just in the house mm -hmm. in this house we're currently building we have an actual little entryway so we can do a little more with it but i when i didn't have a formal entryway i just tried to make sure that my porch and was really welcoming so plants and a rug um so yes back to the no dump zone <laughs> um, we if you have a console table that you think is great you can put a little dish to for people to put keys in or spare change and it's just corralled instead of just strewn across the table um I love greenery I think that you should always have greenery in your home faux or real and I feel like that just adds so much warmth to a home um so you can always add a house plant to your entryway if you are designing more on a console table, you can just get a small potted plant. Um, lamps are always a good thing to have as well to kind of welcome warmly, I don't know, people. Um, and if you have the space, you can put up hooks for coats. Um, in the rental that we're living in right now, I have a bench and then above the bench I got these cool hooks so we just are able to hang all of our coats since it's really cold here <laughs> so especially about. your climate you're taking coats on and off so much it's not yes. like Texas where you can really have them in the closet because you're not even wearing them every day right right so so yeah so I feel like if you can add a few of those items even like artwork um 
just those kind of things, it kind of helps to warm up the space and invites people, like gives a good welcoming. Let's move on to the kitchen. Do you have any ideas, tips and tricks? Or I bet you guys do a lot of, since you're cabinet people, you spend a lot of time in kitchens and doing kitchen type things, right? Yes, yes. So if you are starting a kitchen from scratch, if you are able to make it your own. Um, my absolute number one thing is function. Me and my husband are very in like, that's our number one thing when we're designing a home or a kitchen, we want it to be functional. And um, so that is something to keep in mind, regardless of if you're starting from scratch or not. Um, but if you are, um, think about things. So are you really a really big entertainer? Are you going to be cooking a lot to entertain people? Maybe you want to put a double oven in there. Um, yes, you for have, the double oven. Yes, yeah. it saves my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you have a large family and you're doing dishes a lot, um, add two dishwashers, you know, think about little things like that. What's going to help you to make it more functional? Um, as far as like a design aesthetic, I love open shelving, but that's not for everyone. I love to display my dishware, um, which is great because it functions as, you know, like a decorative storage, thing, right? but you're also able to use it. So it kind of, it fulfills both of those needs. Um, I've seen people who have really great, like, water pitcher collections, and that's what they display. So if you have teacups or something that's really pretty, you can display those. So open shelving, I think, is a great thing for that if you're wanting that design um, aesthetic as well. Um, also, which most homes even if you're designing them or not, you think about this, but even making sure that like your sink and dishwasher are close to each other. And then from there, you want to make sure that the cabinets that are holding the utensils you use the most are right next to the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. So that kind of brings me into like, if you're moving into a um, pre-existing home, I like right now we're in a rental so we didn't design this we just moved in and lived in it so we decided or I always decide to create zones kind yes. of so like this area is baking the baking zone so all my stuff for baking utensils and whatnot will go in there this area is for glassware that will go in there type of thing so really it's all about function and you're saving me. yourself time not running around the kitchen trying to grab in random drawers far apart from each other all the things exactly you need when you're preparing Ex things. right exactly so um a few other design tips for the kitchen um about the function as well you can buy pretty cutting boards and use that as your decor items. So you can lean those up against, you know, have two and lean them up against a wall. Um, crocs are really popular to hold utensils, cooking utensils, and just put that on the side of your stove. But that still is pretty, but yet functional. And um, saves you space in your drawers too, right? I guess that's yes. a win right there. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then something else I like to do is 
um, like hand soap or dish soap you can put into a pretty bottle instead of leaving it in the plastic bottles that they come in. And the Dawn bottle them. on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> right. So things like that that I think are still functional yet beautiful can add and it can help if you are on a budget that those things can also help because you have, you know, most people have to have a cutting board. So why not just spend a little bit and get a pretty one that you can display yet still use. So, yeah. I love those tips so much. So are you one who's like with sand and paint your own cabinets? I guess if you have a cabinet company, <laughs> probably just get new ones or yeah. are you like just pull them out and start from scratch. Yeah, we obviously we are start from scratch in our first home. We did, we had a cabinet company make our cabinets and then obviously our cabinet company here will make our cabinets and all of our built-ins and things for our new home. Um, I do have to preface custom cabinetry is pricey. It can get pretty spendy. So if you are, and I hope my husband doesn't kill me for saying this, but if you are <laughs> trying to do a remodel and save on a budget, sometimes that is a good area that you can kind of scale back by either painting, you know, fin refinishing them yourselves or even going to like a big box store and having it that way you can usually save a little bit more but but yeah we love cabinetry and I I honestly feel like cabinetry adds so much to a home mm -hmm. and so yeah I think it's it's a good yeah it's a good, good investment yes yes yeah, it's a good investment totally Oh, I love it. Okay, so let's move on to the living room. I, I'm doing this little march for my house because my front entry goes into the kitchen and then I can go into the living room. So <laughs> what, are, what are your living room ideas? Yeah, so a living room, you kind of need to decide what you want it to be in a sense. Um, some places, it like right currently our living room is part toy room, part TV room, part socializing room. Some people just like to use their living room as a place to gather um, and not have TV or toys. So you kind of have to figure out what you want that space to be. Um, and then from there, you can kind of start your design process. So again, like pick a pretty rug that you can kind of ground um, your furniture on and your coffee table. Um, if you do have toys, uh, once again, baskets, baskets are our best friend. Um, I love baskets. baskets. They're just the catch-all for all the random yes. things. Right. So I, like, we have, we put toys in baskets or extra magazines or books that we like, but we don't necessarily just want strewn about. We have those in our baskets and we tuck those under the coffee table. So they're easily accessible, but it's still pretty when we're not using them. Um, something else is if you're designing your coffee table, which we could go into so many things, styling bookshelves, <laughs> coffee tables, whatever. So we'll do an overview. But if you're styling your coffee table and, you know, we have, if you have a TV in your living room and you have your remotes, like, what do we do with those? Like, they're not yes. really pretty. So you could buy like a little box to put those in. Um, some people have candles out in their living room and have matches. So you can put the matches in that box, kind of hide things like that. Um, so I think just thinking, how can I still make this room functional, but 
pretty by just adding some of those layers, those little storage items that are pretty. Um, and a lot of things that we talked about in the entryway can kind of carry over into designing a living room space as well. So plants um, are always a good option. Lighting, lamps are always great too. You want to make sure that your space has enough light so that it is welcoming and a place that you want to be in. Um, also adding texture to your couch by adding maybe some textured pillows um, or a throw over your couch. Those are all things that can kind of help just break up if you have all solid pillows or whatnot. It kind of helps to break that space up and is a little more pleasing to the eye. Um, something I have noticed in, in the design world just over the years is I feel like it used to be so like everything needs to match, everything needs to be like this way, but now it's kind of shifting to where it's like whatever you want in a sense. Yeah, like, which is so freeing work. in a way. It is. And kind it of is. overwhelming because you're like, well, but does this go together or not? I just don't know. I know. <laughs> I know. So like for pillows, I always felt like, oh, they all have to match. I have to have two of this and two of that. But now it's more so just like maybe have a one solid pillow, one patterned pillow, and one pillow that has some texture, whether it's leather or like a, a I don't know, like a braided rope type of pillow, um, something like that, like macrame. Um, those are all add some texture. So it, that's kind of me. I think that it's moving that way. So when you are designing your living room, I think that that's good to keep in mind too. Take, stay in your color palette or your color scheme, but they don't all have to be so matchy matchy. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I think just, like I said, keeping it functional, but pretty is always a good, good thing. Love that. Love that. Okay. So what about if you're decorating on a budget? Because that I think is a big struggle for, there's so many things that we all need to spend our money on. And sometimes those pretty things kind of get put on the back burner, at least at our house. And a lot of it is just because we have all these kids and I feel like they're going to break everything, but I do right. want the house to look nice. Right. Right. So, ideas that you might have for that yeah so of course we all wish that we could have a budget where we could spend whatever we want but that is rare like we've said um so I think a few things for decorating on a budget is shop sales I love a good deal and I can find really good pieces at a sale price a lot of times sometimes you have to dig or really search on their website but a lot of times you can find things um, that are on sale and get a good price. Um, so do I you also shop like, online a lot or do you actually go into different places where they're having sales? So, yeah. So in Central Oregon, we don't have a lot of options. It's pretty small um, compared to like Dallas or right. Portland, you know. So we're pretty small and Portland's like three hours away. So we don't have tons of options. So I do a ton of online our whole house right now, I bought all of our light fixtures, our plumbing fixtures, everything's been online. Um, so I, yeah, I love using online for that reason. <laughs> but um, I also like to shop at 
more budget-friendly stores. So a few of those are like Target. I feel like Target is always, always coming out with things that are so beautiful, but you know, way more budget friendly. So Target is a good thing. Hobby Lobby actually I love has a Hobby lot Lobby. of good decor items. Um, Amazon, H&M Home, their home section. I didn't even know they had a home section. Yes, they have a home section and they always have really great things at very affordable prices. Like their pillow covers are really affordable. Um, a lot of their accent pieces for like shelf decor or coffee table styling. Um, all of those are, yeah, really affordable on there. So that's a great place. I love Wayfair. I, that's where we found a ton of our stuff on Wayfair. And um, they always seem to have some sort of deal or sale going on. So those are good places. And then, of course, Home Goods, which everyone loves. And we do not have here. And it makes me sad. Oh, you need to <laughs> come visit me. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, that is a great place, too. So all of those stores are really, I feel like I've gotten some really great deals. Um, another ideas to thrift go to the thrift stores if you're good at like doing DIY I that's not necessarily my forte we'll say I'm not a big DIYer but there are some fabulous like social media accounts like the coastal oak this cute girl can just revamp these really like old outdated um furniture pieces and so anyways there's lots of out like social media accounts that can help you with those furniture DIYs. Um, something else that we have done, if we buy a piece of furniture like at Ikea or somewhere like that, we change out the knobs. So like in my son's room, I just swapped the knobs out instead of just like the standard knob. We got some cool like decorative bluish white ones that go with his room. So something like that, like that is not a huge expense, but it still makes it your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then some other like little things would just be like swapping out pillow covers instead of buying a whole new couch and all new pillows. Well, maybe there's some really pretty pillow covers. You can just buy a few of those and that can help you get, you know, get through whatever until Cover you up can those afford. stains on the couch with your pillows yeah. and <laughs> yes yeah so kind of things like that I feel like can help if you are on a budget to just get you going or get you to where you're happy with what you do have love that love that so much okay anything else that I missed that would be fun to include do you have any other ideas I mean there's probably a million ideas but <laughs> Um, I think mostly when it comes to design that we need to just not, it's hard, it's easier said than done, but try not to overthink it and try not to worry so much about fitting into that box or that label that, you know, you think you need to be in. It's all about customizing it to you and who you are um, and picking out what you like and what makes you happy. So, yes. <laughs> Love that so much. Okay, so where can we find you and follow what you're up to? Yeah, so I am on Instagram at Building Allen. And we are sharing progress of our current home build that we um, are building. And every Friday, I actually do like a favorite Friday. So I introduce like a product or food item that I'm loving 
So it's fun. And yeah. Love it so much. Okay. And then what about your cabinet company? If anybody in Oregon there wants to find your cabinet company you got? Yeah. Our cabinet company is called North Cabinet Company. And that's our Instagram handle. And then the website is northcabinetcompany.com. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Are you ready to transition to our three helpful and happy questions? Yes. Okay. So I throw these on here to tie in our podcast with our website because our Helping of Happiness website covers food and travel and homemaking hacks as well as housing the podcast. Yes. So what is your, and these are all things I always love to talk about. They're my favorite <laughs> things to talk about. So what is your favorite food or meal for our first So question? I, yeah, I actually love a good steak mm, and potatoes, like mashed potatoes. I love that. And then it has to always be followed up with a really good dessert. I love baked goods, cookies, cakes, pies. I love them. Me too. We could eat together anytime. <laughs> I'm a, definitely a steak and potatoes girl. I love a yes. good salad too, but oh, I love a good steak. Yes. Yes. Okay. What is the best trip you've ever gone on or your dream vacation or both? So we, yeah. So we love to travel. We have always, I don't know, always wanted to just travel. So it was fun to actually move here because we, it was kind of like a whole new world to me. Yeah. My husband grew up here, so he kind of is, was more familiar, but it's been fun to be able to explore. But a trip that before we had Nash, Devin and I went on, we took a 10 day road trip and we went up through Georgia and both of the Carolinas oh, and it was so fun. And of course I love homes and architecture. So Charleston was just beautiful and we got bikes and we rented bikes one day and we just rode our bikes all through the streets of Charleston and looked at the homes. And that whole trip was just one I'll never forget. It was so fun. And it was our last trip before we started our right. family. Right. So yeah. So that was awesome and just really a neat, neat way to kind of and the, you know, couple and wrap up the couple family. time in yeah. Yeah, yeah. And transition yeah. to the family life. Oh, yeah. I love it. Is there anywhere yeah. that you, the dream vacation, did you have one for that? Yeah, I, like I said, I would just love to travel really anywhere, but I think Paris is on my list and Santorini, <laughs> Greece. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For a design person, it was like the yeah. most exciting ever. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. I need to put those on my list. Okay, so it. our last question do you have a homemaking hack for us? Okay, so I am a total meat freak, and I'm sure if any of my family's listening, they're just laughing because they know, <laughs> or even my friends. I remember my friends coming over, and I'm like, I'm sorry, my house is a mess, and they're like, Bree, there's a towel on the counter. Like, you're fine, <laughs> you know? So, but something that we like to do, if you have a glass shower, and you know how you can get a lot of kind of yes. buildup and that scum? It's so hard. So we like to put Rain-X on our showers and it kind of helps the water just to roll. You know, like you put it on yes. your windshield, it rolls yes. off. So it, it really helps kind of decrease that buildup. water stain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Rain-X on your shower. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. My poor shower. That's 
probably the thing I like to clean the least in my whole house. Like even the oven, yeah. I would rather clean over the shower. I hate cleaning the shower. So that would yeah, save a lot of angst in my life just to put the Rain-X on there. Yeah. So try it out. Do you guys do the little squeegee in the shower? That's, we have our little squeegee and we yeah, have everybody we use. Have, <laughs> yes. We had to have a squeegee. <laughs> Oh, well, Bree, this has been such a treat for me. I really love all of these ideas and it just, just gets me in the mood. We got spring cleaning coming up and I just want to yes. kind of freshen things up for summer. So this is just really fun to think about and to start to enact in our family. So thank you yeah. so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, all these things that we talked about with Brie are just the tip of the iceberg. She is just a wealth of information, and I'm so thankful that she could come and give me some tips so I know where to start with my house. So I hope you found these useful as well. If you've enjoyed this podcast, send it to a friend. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Your comments mean so much to us, and it really does help with those ratings. If you put those on there that we can go up the chart, we love having you with us.